Hi, and welcome to the Creative Table podcast. My name is Stacy McLaren, and I'm so glad you pressed play on your podcast button. Here at the Creative Table, everyone has a seat at the table because we are all creatively made. If you listen to the brief introduction of the Creative Table podcast, you might remember me saying that the episodes would be a mix of my conversations with others, as well as me simply speaking from my heart about what I have been learning, or about my favorite things, or just life in general. Well, this is the first one of those solo episodes, and I simply want to spend a brief amount of time talking about something that I have been learning over the past few years. Have you ever heard the term huga? It's a word, a term, a lifestyle that hit the States pretty hard a few years ago. It has been a part of the Danish and Norwegian culture for a long, long time, like back into the Norse days. You've probably seen the word and thought to yourself, I don't even know how to pronounce that, much less try to figure out what it means, because it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. I mean, how do you get huga from that? So I know that was my first response. How am I supposed to figure out what it is when I can't even figure out how to say it? But since I am a collector of words, I so needed to know what it was, and so I went on a search. What it is was a step into deeper spiritual practices for me. In short, huga actually means to give comfort. The living of huga is around coziness and hospitality, a form of togetherness, and a blessed atmosphere. In this living of huga, there is a slowness, an intentional of thought behind each action or inaction as it may be. It is leaning into the slower rhythmic pace of life, which is so counterintuitive to this crazy American way of living that we've embraced. We rush through days and nights. We check off our to-do lists and we add more to the bottom. We rush from appointment to appointment Zoom call to Zoom call, we rush through our meals, seeing how fast we can get them on the table and then how fast we can eat. We are anxious to get through conversations so that we can get to our next conversations, etc., etc., etc. Huga, to slow down and to give comfort, to savor food and drink, to create an atmosphere, an environment for a state of well-being, to breathe. Sign me up. I want Huga. There is so much more that you can read about Huga, but I believe that Christ lived a life of Huga before it was even a, a word or a pace of life. He lived hospitality and comfort of others. He came to give eternal well-being to us all. It doesn't get, more, get much more comforting than that. Okay. So back to how this became a part of my world two years ago. Following the death of our son in 2017, I found myself existing in this frenetic pace of ongoing, going and going and going some more. And I was about to crash big time. I was living my normal people-pleasing state of mind and ignoring my own health, both physical and mental. I would wake up in a panic to hurry and get ready for work because I didn't want to disappoint anyone if I were late. 
instead of simply adjusting my hours, which I actually have the luxury of doing, and setting a better pace for myself. Mind you, I was trying to embrace this hookah lifestyle, candles and soft music and cozy blankets, good food, hostessing nice dinners, but that was not living a life to give comfort. And if I'm honest, it was living a life that was pride-filled. Enter a good, solid season of anxiety. There's nothing to turn your pseudo-controlled world on its head than fighting to catch your breath and swimming in a sea of panic to bring you to your knees and beg for help. Thanks to prayer, the word, a great PTSD counselor, medication, and by the way, friends, yes, medication is okay when you need it, and friends who spoke truth, I was able to actually reset and manage my anxiety in a healthy way. Through that process, I also began co-facilitating a leadership group of women over a period of nine months. So much good came from that nine months, so much so that I will actually be leading another one of those groups this year. But by far, the best thing to come out of that group was my introduction to the book Sacred Rhythms by Ruth Haley Barton. I had read about spiritual disciplines through Brother Lawrence's writings, but sacred rhythms was something different for me, and it has spoken to me deep, deep into my heart, into my soul, in life-changing ways. In learning how to enter into the practice of certain rhythms, I have found myself drawing closer to God. I have also embraced huga in the form of slowing my pace, especially in the morning, You know, the morning is the time that kind of sets your day. I know there are some of you who who are listening who believe that five o'clock only only comes once on the clock, and it's not in the a.m. However, for me, I am up shortly before or shortly just after 5 a.m. most mornings. There is a sweetness in the morning hours when the sun is rising. Here in the desert, being outside when the sun is coming up over the mountains is simply the best. It's as if the earth is taking in a deep breath. And to watch God paint the skies, well, our sunsets are great, but there is nothing like an Arizona sunrise. During the weekdays, after the rocket scientist leaves, I light candles, I start the coffee pot, and I head out the front door to water the plants and feed the birds. I try very hard to move very slowly in these tasks because the reality is that there is absolutely no reason to rush through them. If I rush, I miss the hummingbirds fluttering around my head, seeking to find their morning energy from the feeders. If I hurry through these rituals, I can miss easily the new buds on the flowers or a new leaf on the plumeria trees. This slower pace allows me to take deep breaths, and to whisper my thanks to God for all that he provides. It sets the pace for my day. Upon entering back into the house, I feed the dog. I steam my cream and make froth for the coffee, and I'm actually able to curl up under a blanket, read God's word, and sip and taste my coffee instead of chugging it and burning my tongue. Jesus talks about our pace and what he can provide if we allow him to. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, Christ says, Are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? Come to me. 
get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. What sweetness is that? That slow pace is where I found I could actually sit in the stillness and hear God, not simply throw my daily prayer requests at him and run on to the next item of the list. In the slowness, I find I can actually see where anxiety triggers might be beginning to show up, and I can seek to move into the ways I have learned to manage those moments. Actually, as I'm recording this podcast, I am walking through a season of heightened anxiety, and I trust God to set the daily pace so that I am able to manage those symptoms. Don't get me wrong. I haven't mastered this. I am still learning. I hope I'm actually always learning these practices, but I pray I continue to seek out that slow pace, not simply in the mornings, but all day long. I pray that the art of living Huga becomes fully woven into these spiritual practices for me, that I learn to embrace a place of comfort for my soul and mind, and also walk in a spirit of comfort for those that I come into contact with. So as we near the end of this episode, I want to share another book that has become very, very important in learning these rhythms. It's a book called Every Moment Holy, and it is a book of liturgies. Now, I know some of you heard the word liturgy, and it may have conjured up some not so good memories of childhood religions. I pray you'll reconsider. These liturgical readings and moments have become honey to my heart, and God has used them to create moments of deep conversation with him. They have set up my creative days in ways that I am blown away in awe. Since I know this episode will be scheduled to post early in the morning, I would like to read to you the Liturgy for the Ritual of Morning Coffee, which is actually one of my favorites from this book. Meet me, O Christ, in the stillness of this morning. Move me, O Spirit, to quiet my heart. Mend me, O Father, from yesterday's harms. From the discords of yesterday, resurrect my peace. From the discouragements of yesterday, resurrect my hope. From the weariness of yesterday, resurrect my strength. From the doubts of yesterday, resurrect my faith. From the wounds of yesterday, resurrect my love. Let me enter this new day aware of my need and awake to your grace, O Lord. Amen. I hope that this episode, while short, brought you a little inspiration and a lift to your day. I hope and pray that you are able to see God in the slower pace of life. I pray that you are able to know what it means to walk in a life of Jesus Huga, of comfort and of care. And until next time, I pray that today you will find a creative way to make someone smile.